Hey guys, I'm back. Look, this is my review for Power Book Two. Um, this is season three, episode six, The Land of Lies. Look, the pacing of this story, I'm gonna say it again, is going well. We're not dragging out a lot of storylines. We are moving at a pretty fast pace. They're like cleaning up one storyline, moving on to the next storyline. So in this episode, which is called The Land of Lies, which, you know, this is where Tariq is or will confront Effie, Kane, Kane, Effie, as well as Brayden as it pertains to Lauren. You know, he's like, okay, you guys lied to me. I thought this woman was dead. Now he's not telling them that they are, that she's alive, but he's letting it be known like, hey, there's an investigation going on and I'm at the center of it. So I'm going to need to find out what exactly went down. So Tariq, I felt, had to get humbled. I think Tariq is beginning, well, he's more and more, he's starting to realize, I think he's starting to realize how much he is like his father. I think he's also starting to realize that there was a specific reason why <laughs> Ghost didn't want a part of the game. Now he's in too deep. He can't, it's like, it's not a situation where he can get up and leave. You know, even though he tried that, that, you know, it's, he's in too deep and he's going to have to make some other, like he said in this episode, he's got to get from under Norma's, Norma's rule because he's too far into this situation where the expectations are all for them. You know, Effie Kane, uh, Braden and, you know, Tariq are a part of, they're like one unit and they're working for Norma and you know, that's the expectation at all times. So unless one of them gets killed, but you know, Tariq is like, okay, I'm going to have to do something different. I'm living a lie. Okay. He's talked to his grandmother at the gravesite. He was, you know, talking to his, um, you know, his sister and he was like, I don't know who to trust. And you in a, you are in a world of drug dealing, Tariq. There is no way you cannot realize that you can't trust anybody. You're in a world of lies and manipulation and strategy. Someone trying to get the one up on the next person. Someone trying to be um, the number one distributor. Someone trying to be the number one dealer. All that stuff. You're in a world full of lies and conniving and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know why you thought that you could trust someone. You know, I think he wants that family life. Kind of reminded me a little bit about Tommy. He wants the family, but he just, it, it's, you know, there are going to be times, even with family, that you're just not going to provide them with the truth. And his grandmother told him, she said, well, she asked him, what happened to your father? He was like, I don't know. You know, I guess karma caught up with him. And she was like, see, there you go again. So it's, it was clear that the, the grandmother, Estelle, knew that Tariq killed his father, but Tariq gonna sit there and lie. And she was like, see, you're living lie after lie after lie and that karma gonna come back on you because you're still living a lie. So Tariq thought that he can just get out the game. He was like, you know what? You're right, it's time for me to get out and we're gonna go, go away, blah, blah, blah. He really thought he was gonna get out the game and that didn't work out in his favor. I don't know how he thought it didn't work out. He's constantly being watched. And sure enough, Obi scooped him up and was like, where did you think you were going? We got word on the curb is you trying to leave the country. And he was, 
you know, they were Opie was letting it be known. He's like, look here, dude. I don't know what you thought you what you thought you could do, but let me tell you once again, you need to be you four need to be at the next meetup. You need to have all of the money. You can't be short, or you know, consequences will be made. So, you know, Tariq had to let Estelle know that I can't meet up with you. I can't go away with you. I got to get myself together. I done dug a hole and I got to get out of this hole. But I've made arrangements for you to go and be with uh, Yaz and Tasha. You know, because it's dangerous for you to be out here by yourself. Because if I don't come through on something, they're coming after you. So, you know, and she was upset. But I, I'm certain that the, the grandmother understood. Like, Tariq is in a... I don't think she understands to the level that Tariq is in the, the situation. But she knows it's not looking good for Tariq. Tariq's in trouble. Major trouble. And when Tariq finally did talk to Brayden about, look, you know... We having our differences, and I'm going to get back to that situation, but we're going to have to figure out a way to get from under Norma because we'll, we're in a bad situation. So I'm going to leave Tariq alone for the moment, and we're going to get back to Tejada family. Now, at the very beginning, we see Monet is identifying Lorenzo's body, and she's showing, like, no emotion. Monet's emotions only show she's only angry. She very seldom smiles. And she just has this very monotone expression about herself. And she's there at the, at the morgue and she identifies Lorenzo. You see Blanca there and you see other cops there. And then she, you know, she's telling all the kids, you can see she's calling them at different things. Um, Lorenzo, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Kane is at a poker game. And she, you know, called him, let him know what, what what happened and, you know, that Lorenzo's dead. And she called Drew. Drew was at the house drawing. And then she called um, Diana, who was in bed with the TA for her political science class or whatever. They in bed and she finds out. I think a lot of people were expecting Diana to show more emotion than she did. And... Because we know that Diana felt like Poppy could do no wrong. And the way that she expressed herself didn't lend itself to a person who was uh, as upset as you would expect. And uh, granted, we know people deal with grief differently, you know. Um, but it just seemed to be like she just, I think she's more in this like in the stage of I'm trying to get some clarity as to why this happened. What's going on? I need details. Same thing with, well, Drew was very expressive. And he even said, he said, look, I believe the Russians did this. And when Monet asked Drew, did she, he get that information from Gordo? I felt like, girl, you tell on yourself. Like, why would Gordo tell, tell Drew that the Russians did this? Like, I don't even understand. Like, <clears throat> but we see in the upcoming episode, <laughs> where Monet was like, okay, Gordo, you got to stop, you know, hanging out with Drew. And he was like, oh, no, I must continue to hang out with him and you can't stop me. I'm like, ooh, child. Gordo going to have to get, going to have to get taken care of. He really is. Because Gordo going to do what he going to do. I said, wow. I don't even understand how Gordo could continue to see Drew romantically, knowing that he killed Drew's father. I'm like, wow, that's cold-blooded. That is really cold-blooded. But anyway, um, 
So let's get back. So they have the, you know, she, she had, you know, they all know that, you know, the father died and all that. Um, Drew goes ahead and plans this attack against the Russians because he's convinced. And he says something had to be done because folks were asking questions. Well, there's some conversations going around like, okay, no one's avenging Lorenzo's death. It's looking kind of shady. Um, this was at the, I guess, the repass or was it the prepass? Because they really wasn't, the repass happens after the funeral. This was before the funeral when they had all these folks at the house paying their respects. And the one guy that used to work with Lorenzo, he was there being disrespectful. He said, the streets is talking and y'all not even looking into what happened to Lorenzo. That's kind of messed up and blah, blah, blah. Then he was trying, he continued to be disrespectful toward Monet and stuff like that. And when when Drew spoke with Monet about, we got to get, we got to do something. And Monet was like, look, we don't have any proof that the Russians did that. So I'm going to need you to stand down. But then after the funeral, when the Russians came up and they start shooting at the, at the funeral, I said, oh my God, like, like then, then, then Monet sided with Drew to Kane. It was like, well, Drew stood up made a decision and I support him. Like you told Drew not to do anything. Now you support him? Girl, get your last together. Kane walked away. I believe that Kane is extremely suspicious of Monet. I think that when Kane was asking Monet about the questions that she was asking right before Lorenzo's death, you know, you were he, he was reminding her of the the line of questioning and here come Monet with well, I do know that Lorenzo lied about IG killing Seek. And to me, it's like, okay, are you letting him know indirectly that you are familiar or like you know what lies have been told and that you are aware that Cain knew that his father did that? I wasn't sure, but I think that's where they were going with that line of questioning. In addition to here, Monet is going to give Cain a task such as to invest, clean up this life insurance policy. Now the policy is already clean money. It's clean. That's, I mean, there's no need to do anything further, but I think she wanted to throw Kane off as well as give him something to do. Cause you know, Monet had said that Kane needs to learn how to clean the money since that was Lorenzo's job. He's not there. You have to learn how to clean money. Um, We'll see how well that works out because Kane actually ends up meeting up with Brayden about the money situation. And he also tells Brayden about, you need to get yourself back in good with Tariq. We need all four of us part of this business deal dealing with Norma. You're going to have to stand up to Tariq because you're letting Tariq punk you, which is true. Tariq earlier had already went and jumped on Braden at at the Western Holdings building. He beat Braden up and Braden finally told him, he said, look, you know, uh, Effie knew about the wire. Kane knew about the wire. I think Effie's the one that told Kane about the wire, you know, so I, you know, I couldn't go through and do what I was supposed to do, but, you know, Effie came through and you know, he's trying to give him, give Tariq the, now trying to come clean with Tariq. Tariq is pissed. Tariq is like, this investigation in Lauren's death is not coming down on me 
because and and then Brain said, "Well, what was I supposed to do with the information?" He said, "You could have told me what was going on because our arrangement was that you were going to drive uh, Lauren to a certain spot and then let give her some money and tell her to keep it moving." But instead, this is what happens, you know. So again, more lies, more lies, more lies. Um, but when <laughs> when um, well, before we get into, let me let me get to Effie. So, Tariq decides to rent a car and take Effie to the very same spot that, you know, Lauren was killed. You know, she's supposed to have been drowned in this river. Um, I he was trying to get Effie to admit what she did to Lauren. He was in, as they were going to the, the this place, you know, he started opening up, being honest about what he did to his father, what happened with his sister and all of that, thinking that was going to get her to become more open about what she did with Lauren. Instead, Effie starts talking about a situation that happened with her stepfather or uh, a person that ended up marrying uh, her mom, who, the things that he was doing to her and all of that. And so Tariq was kind of like, oh, that's too bad. But, you know, she clearly Effie wasn't ready to open up about Lauren. And then when Effie started realizing where she was going, now she's nervous. And finally, they had to have to come to Jesus meeting. You know, Tariq is asking her what happened and and you know, Effie is sitting up there saying, you know, I, I, you know, this had to be done. And one thing that Effie made a point about was you, she told Tariq, you wanted her to go away, disappear. Did you really think she was going to stay away permanently? This woman has a family. She wasn't going to stay gone. So yes, her life was in danger. And she wasn't going to stay, remain gone, or leave or disappear or whatever like that. So I made sure that, you know, that she doesn't reappear. At least that's what Lauren thinks. I mean, that's what Effie thinks. And Tariq was saying, I believed all your lies and everything because I loved you. Past tense. He had the ED on it. <laughs> um, then he made her like, he left. And I think he switched cars because he... He had all the intention. I think he, I think Tariq was getting ready to uh, cancel Christmas on Miss Effie, <laughs> in the words of Tommy. So, yeah. Um, later on, Tariq meets up. Like I said, he, he was trying to <laughs> he was trying to go to Weston Holdings and trying to get into the building. His 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 ID was deactivated. Um, Brayden was like, are, you know, you didn't, you, you locked us out the business, told us we couldn't even get into a building that my family owns. Are you, are you crazy? Because you upset about us not telling you about the Lauren situation. So I, like I said, I was glad that Brayden finally stood up to Tariq. He utilized his power to get Tariq back in line. So... <laughs> Uh, Tariq had a conversation with Brayden later on and was like, you know what? You know, it's beyond my control. We're going to have to work together. Otherwise, we get killed. Um, but we're going to have to figure out a way to get from under Norma. And we're going to have to work together on that. 
do I think Brayden and Tariq will become best of friends again? It's going to take a minute because Tariq is in his feelings right now. It's going to take a minute. It's going to take a minute. I don't believe him and Effie is going to get back on the right page. So I think that's done. My prediction. We see Tariq visits um, Diana at her dorm, right? Diana's in there drinking. She got some folks in there, classmates all in there. They drinking, carrying on. They go out in the hallway and, um, you know, Tariq and her have moments. They're talking and that talking leads to them sleeping together, right? Well, when the friends left out, Salim shows up. Now, earlier, you know, Diana put Salim out the house. You know, they were at the, I'm going to call it a pre-pass because it wasn't a repass, but right before the funeral, Salim's over at the house. Salim was calling Lorenzo out. He said, your father is a criminal, was a criminal. Those folks downstairs are people who are not on the up and up with the law. And I'm, and I'm looking at Salim like, dude, this is really not what you want to do at this man's, in this man's house, calling him out like that. So Diana put him out. So I guess he called himself going to make up for it, bringing her some flowers and showing up at uh, her dorm room. And the friends was like, look, she in there with, with someone else. They didn't say another guy. They said it was someone else. So he was like, oh, well, well she would want to see me. And they were like, no, she in there with somebody else. And he was like, with a guy? And they just started laughing. So I guess I can't wait to... <laughs> Until Celine finds out it was Tariq. He it's gonna he gonna be a mess. Because Celine is giving me petty tease already. Um with that being said, Diana and Tariq sleep together yet again. And I'm wondering if Diana thinks that they're in a relationship because of that. I hope she doesn't. I hope she doesn't think that. The next morning, here comes Effie. Or later on that night, I'm not sure. But anyway, here comes Effie to the room. She's trying to convince Diana to work with her. She was like, I know what you were doing at the candy shop. She said, if I know it, you know, other folks probably picked up on it. And you, your spot's about to get blown up. And she's like, so I got something getting ready to get started. I need you to be on board and just don't tell Tariq. <laughs> Diana just opens the door further. Tariq is sitting on the bed trying to get dressed. And he was like, hey, Effie, what's up? So, you know, Effie was pissed. So Effie decides to go back to her room and now she's going to try to uh, blow up the app that she started, that she created for the their current business. And Kane comes by. He's such an opportunist. You know Kane likes Effie. And he convinces Effie, say, look, you blowing up the application, destroying it, it, it gives all of us a hard time. We going to end up being killed. So that's not a good idea. He said, but tell you what, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to slide you some product on the side. You can still do what you do on the low, and we can still finish our business with Norma. Do I predict these two will get together? I think they will. I think they will, but we'll see, okay? Um, the whole thing with Jenny and Cooper Sacks, that situation is just a mess because neither one trusts the other. 
Sachs was like, look, he called out Jenny on all her stuff that he's aware of. And he was like, look, I want to get these folks legitimately and not with some underhanded mess. And he said, if we're not going to do that, I'm out. I don't want to continue being your CI and doing all this. And she was like, oh, well, that's cool. But you know what? If you don't, then I'm going to make it well-known fact about your situation, going to making sure about you going to truth and having a gun and all of that. So she blackmailed him. Okay. And so he's, I don't know how sex going to play. One thing about this thing about sex right now is I'm not sure how he's playing it. Like, is he going to continue to, I, I don't know. I, he's going to have to come clean to Davis about what's really going on because right now Jenny got him and he's in a bad situation. Now sex also made a deal with Tate about, you know, helping Theo Rollins get out quickly. Tate was like, you know, you got to run this smear campaign, get Davis to run this smear campaign against my my opponent if I go ahead and do this thing with Theo Rollins. Um, we'll see how that works out. Again, I don't predict that Theo Rollins is going to make it. I think, again, the day that his sentence gets commuted is the day he's going to pass away. That's my prediction. That probably won't happen until episode eight or nine. All right. Sax also has a conversation with Lauren because Lauren had told Jenny, I'll agree to continue on with this whole investigation and all of that, but I need to speak to Sax first. And Sax lays the law down about what Tariq has been up to and why he's considered a monster. He said, okay, yeah, he might not have been involved with you being killed, but Tariq has done a lot of other things up at Stansfield. This and then the third. So he lays it out. Some things he got wrong, especially when it came to what happened to Tariq's sister. Because it had, he said, oh, because of Tariq's drug dealing and, and you know, uh, that's why his sister got killed. No, that that's not why his sister got killed. You know, um, but the, the dirty cop was coming up to the school to see Tariq because the dirty cop was under the impression that Tariq is probably going to talk because Tariq was aware of what the cop was doing. Tariq had went to a couple of different break-ins. You know, they were going to folks' house stealing stuff and Tariq couldn't do it. Well, I think the cop had killed somebody. Um, oh no, he, oh, the cop had assaulted somebody. It was a woman. I remember that. Now I remember he assaulted this woman and Tariq knew about it. And I guess he figured he he needed to get rid of Tariq or he was going to end up killing Tariq because Tariq, you know, saw what happened. So anyway, and then when he went to the school to confront Tariq, he ended up running into Tariq's sister, Raina. And Raina was like, I already know what you're about. She called him out and he ended up shooting her in the chest. But this is not, that's not what Sax was telling uh, Lauren. Anyway, um, that's really the whole entire episode. You know, at the end, we see, you know, uh, Monet's conscious is, is working on her because she 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 sees Lorenzo's ghost, if you will. And he's telling him, he's like, look, I loved you no matter what. But I'm going to tell you this. Those kids are going to figure out what, what happened. And when they do, they're going to turn against you. Your days are numbered. That's basically what he told Monet. That was the episode. Um, I it, it was a little slow. I won't say this is my favorite episode. It was kind of slow, but 
we can see where the next level of storylines are coming in. We're going to see Salim's going to have it out for Tariq. That's building. Um, Miss, uh, what's her name? Uh, Diana getting caught on video. They have a camera on the rooftop. And, and Diana went up there to put her product in the, um, you know, in the little thing there on the rooftop. So I don't know. They're probably going to force Diana's hand. And my question is, do you think she's going to go against her family? Do you think she's going to go against Tariq? Um, <coughs> we'll see how this works out. We'll see how this works out. But that's my review. Talk to you guys later. Peace.